Welcome to Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast by the Centers for Spiritual Living Kenya. My name is Philip Osumba and I am your host. So over the past four episodes, we've been talking about the ten illusions. And so in this fifth episode, we are wrapping up and we are going to discuss the ninth illusion being the illusion of superiority and the tenth illusion being the illusion of ignorance. And so without further ado, uh, let's discuss the illusion of superiority. So during our eighth illusion, the illusion of conditionality, we were prompted to come up with an answer. And this answer was to cover up for the inadequacies that were present in the illusion of conditionality. We concluded that in order for conditionality to exist, we had to know the conditions required to enjoy and create the life that we desired. And thus we viewed our groupings and religions who taught the right religion and the right conditions as better than those who followed other religions. Hence the idea of superiority was born. And rightly so, because it had many uses. Chief among them was providing inarguable evidence and justification for doing whatever was needed in order to guarantee that enough of everything, including God's love, was available to those who knew the conditions. Knowing these conditions gave the right to ignore others, to seek to convert them, or simply eliminate them and we eliminated those who resisted conversion or didn't understand these conditions. And alas, seeking to know these conditions became a lifetime preoccupation. And knowing the conditions of life was called science. Knowing the conditions of the afterlife was called conscience. If one knew these conditions and understood them, one was said to have a good conscience or to be conscious. So after much study, it was concluded that there were certain circumstances under which the requirements was met and certain circumstances under which it was impossible to meet these requirements. There was also some circumstances whereby one could be forgiven for not having met the requirements. Those circumstances are what came to be known as conditions. Having was added into doing in, in our experience. So when we have enough brains, we can do the thing called get good grades. We can graduate at the top of our class and find a good job. Then we can be something called successful. When we have enough money, we can do the thing that is called buy a wonderful house and we can be the thing called secure. When we have enough faith, we can do the thing called find God and we can be the thing called saved. We decided and agreed that when someone has the right stuff, they can do the right things, the things that allow them to be what we've always wanted to be. The problem rises because 
people cannot easily do all these things that they need to do unless they have all of the things they say they need to have we cannot get a good job and and rise to the top even if we have the right brains unless we we are also of the right gender or have the connections and friends in high places we cannot find god even if we have the the right faith unless we also have the right religious belief the more knowledge of these conditions are acquired or was thought to have been acquired the more superior one was understood to be as we mentioned earlier this superiority gave people the authority to do whatever they felt was necessary in order to assure themselves of more life and more god neither of which we believed there was enough of this is why we have had to do all we had to do because simply there wasn't enough this is what we have preached and taught each other and we have accepted non enoughness as our mantra there is more than one of us so there is not enough to go around not enough food not enough money not enough love and not enough god and we have to compete for it and if we are going to compete why not have a way of figuring out who wins and superiority was our answer the one who is superior wins and superiority is based on certain conditions we sought to guarantee that we could only win and added conditions that clearly favored us and made it possible to declare ourselves winners in advance we declared for example that men were superior to women that whites were superior and then later americans and of course christians or or was it russians and now jews or women could such statements be true of course they could it all depended on who was creating this system the truth that all of us fear because it will set everyone free is that there is no such thing as superiority a thing cannot be superior to itself it is all make believe we have defined what we deemed as superior based on our preferences and desires and understandings we have proclaimed that we are better than them based on our perspective objectives and agendas some have claimed that it is god's agenda god is the one who named the chosen race or the one true faith or the only path to salvation all this go back to the first illusion of need we have imagined a god that has need hence god has an agenda we think that we are superior to each other and seek to subdue each other in doing so we are destroying the very family that was created to embrace and love us by not using the illusion as they were intended we are turning what we intended to be a beautiful dream into a living nightmare all this can be undone by stopping living the ninth illusion with such conviction indeed we can use this illusion to notice that superiority is not real there can be no such thing as superiority when we are all one a thing cannot be superior to itself all things are one thing and there is nothing else 
we are we are all one is more than a beautiful slogan it is a precise des- description of the nature of the ultimate reality when we understand this we will begin to experience life and treating each other in a new way the idea of superiority is one of the most seductive idea ever it can turn the heart to stone change warm to cold yes to no in an instant a single sentence uttered sincerely can change everything ours is not a better way ours is merely another way this humble utterance could begin to heal the divisions between religions and political parties alike and with one word we could end them all namaste god in me honors god in you how simple how beautiful how elegant how wondrous indeed but how difficult is it when one is caught up in the illusion to see god in everyone and everything each person would have to be aware that this is the illusion yet if it is not an illusion but it is life as it really is then how comes is it that precisely when we imagine ourselves to be superior we behave in the most inferior ways why is it that it is exactly when we think ourselves better that we act worse clearly there was a flaw in this ninth illusion this should have revealed the illusion of superiority to be false but as humans we knew at deep level that we could not give up this illusion as something very vital would have come to an end again we were right because we made another mistake and in that mistake we tried to fix this flaw by creating the 10th the last illusion of ignorance so we are taking a break and after the break we are going to discuss the final illusion uh the illusion of ignorance i would like to take this opportunity to invite you all to the CSL Kenya 2024 conference which will be held on February 2nd to February 4th 2024 it will happen in Nairobi Kenya so for more information visit www.cslkenya.org www.cslkenya.org and you will get all the information that you require thank you very much and welcome to our conference welcome back to our podcast where we are discussing the 10th and the 9th illusions so we are discussing the 10th illusion and in this illusion it is the illusion of ignorance uh we created this illusion of ignorance to mitigate the effects or the and um, or the inu- yeah to to correct the inadequacies of the ninth illusion that superiority exists so we started asking questions we asked the questions 
and it was not long before the philosophers and teachers began throwing up their hands in the sky or in the air saying we don't know and we do not know if it is possible to know thus ignorance or the idea of ignorance was born this idea served many purposes that it spread so quickly and soon became the ultimate answer we just don't know and we soon began finding it not only as a refuge but having a certain kind of power behind it we do not know turned into we are not supposed to know which soon became you do not have a need to know which finally turned into what you don't know won't hurt you we are not supposed to know actually became a religious doctrine and it stated that there are some certain things or certain secrets of the universe that god does not want us to know and even inquire about them would result into blasphemy this prohibition against inquiry elevated ignorance to a desired attribute it became very wise and very good manners not to ask questions it became acceptable behavior and indeed expected behavior and in some regimes and religions and countries asking questions and disregarding authority may and in most cases lead to those questions being silenced in the name of quote and quote ensuring order but remember the essence of love is freedom any person who says they love you and are looking out for you will grant you that freedom it is as simple as that and we do not need to look further or find deeper meaning there are only two energies in the core of human experience and these energies are love and fear love grants freedom fear takes it away love opens up fear closes down love invites full expression fear punishes it by this measure we can know when someone is loving us or is fearing us do not look at what they say look at what they do love invites us to always break the bonds of ignorance to ask any question to seek any answer to speak any word to share any thought to support any system and to worship any god to live our truth love invites us always to live our truth that is how we can know that it is love and god loves and god loves us that is why ignorance is an illusion we know everything there is to know about who we really are which is the true essence of love the true essence of god there is nothing to learn we need merely to remember we have been told that we cannot know god and that even to ask questions about god is an offense against god and that is not true neither are the following statements one there is something that god needs from us and if we do not give him or we do not give it we may not go to heaven and be one with god two 
that we are separate from God and separate from each other. 3. There is not enough and that we must therefore compete with each other for everything, including compete for God. 4. That if we do not do what God requires while in that competition, we will be punished by condemnation and everlasting torture. 5. That God's love for us is conditional and that we know and, and that if we know and meet God's conditions, we are superior. 6. We have been told that we do not know that those statements are untrue and that we can never know because it is all too much and too complicated for us to understand. So all those statements are, are not true. So here is the ultimate truth. God needs nothing. 2. God cannot fail and neither can we. 3. Nothing is separate from anything. 4. There is enough. 5. There is nothing we have to do. 6. We will never be judged. 7. We will never be condemned. 8. Love knows no condition. 9. A thing cannot be superior to itself. 10. You already know this. Namaste. So this brings us to the end of our series, The Ten Illusions. And thank you so much for being in these illusions with me and discussing them. I sure do trust that now you see the illusions as they are. I know that God needs nothing, God cannot fail, and neither can we. Nothing is separate from anything. There is enough. There is nothing we have to do. We will never be judged. We will never be condemned. Love knows no condition. A thing cannot be superior to itself. And you already know that. So even if you live in a world full of illusions, deep down at your core, you know that all these are illusions. And so until next time, I want to say thank you for being my guest. Thank you for listening. And if you find value in this um, podcast, kindly sh send it forward. Share it with your friends, share it with your families, and all those people you think would benefit from listening to the podcast. So thank you very much. And until next time, I'm signing off.